Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week of the Medicine Ball Podcast. Thank you for spending some of your timoleons with me. That's my currency for time. You could have chose to spend them anywhere else and you chose to spend them with me and I appreciate that. You already know what we do around this time. Let that beat drop. Yes, yes, you already know it's Medicine Ball with your boy LS3, and if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind, and I'm going to tell you exactly what that means. Exercising your mind means actively thinking about and dealing with all situations by first, seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're not someone who purposely looks for alternatives as opposed to reacting in ways that require no effort because... Let's be honest, that's easier. This will first require that you start practicing the idea of looking at things with the unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in this thing called life. Now, I already know most aren't used to this type of thinking, but just like anything you want to get better at, it requires effort, practice, and work. Exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to live with more empathy, understanding, and peace while simultaneously equipping yourself with more options and effective tools to help you deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go too much further, I am no doctor, no psychiatrist, no psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years, and I got to a point in my life where certain situations made me start looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that required me to look at my mental health responsibly, among other things. So whether you're diagnosed or not, or you're related to someone or have a loved one who's diagnosed, or maybe you're just one of the many people who I'm sure can deal with some hacks, tips, tricks, and tools to deal with this thing called life. So, welcome to Medicine Ball, man. You already know. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. Thank y'all so much for y'all's support. This is a family. We look at things from an unbiased point of view. This week's episode, season two, episode 15, Treadmill. That's right, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This week, like I said, Season 2, episode 15, Treadmill. Why Treadmill? Well, let me explain. So, uh, if you're following me on my social medias, you know, uh, Instagram and Twitter is Medicine Ball, LS3, the number three. Uh, As well as a Facebook, I have the Medicine Ball group, the Medicine Ball page. If you're following all that good stuff, or even my producer page, which is The Real LS3 on Instagram, where I make the beats and everything. I spoke yesterday about something i had went a a couple of days without you know really posting anything but i spoke yesterday about something that i want to go ahead and go into at the top of this episode and keep it moving and that's kanye west and his statements and the big fuss and what's going on now i'm not going to repeat what i said in that but well maybe i might need to so basically as you guys know especially if you're somebody who follows along i happen to be able to relate to kanye and um my brother initially put me on to him, but something about him without me just like being a, a fanatic and just posting everything, like I really related to the dude. And at that time, he was saying stuff like, yo, you wasn't in your mother's basement making beats for three summers. And I felt that. I felt that. So fast forward to him getting rich, blowing up. Jay-Z, as I've told you guys many times, is one of my favorite artists. Fast forward, he's made it now. And mental health is something that has publicly been stated with him. So me being a music producer with mental health, I'm coming into, you know, some kind of business about myself and making things happening. And, you know, that's what this podcast is about because ultimately I wasn't uh, taking care of my mental health, which is why I had to step back and start over. But like, I relate to exactly what's going on with Kanye to another level and then a level after that. So I want to say that before I say what I'm about to say. You guys, we got to practice 
doing things that we want others to follow or mirror. You have anybody who look up to you. It could be that, even know, it'd be somebody who's your peer and look up to you. We got to start looking at perception and how our actions affects others before we go to complain. It just drives my nerves because people says people will say these sayings but like they don't mean anything like you know if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all like people will tell you that like off the back of their hand but don't practice that but then they get on their kids about it the thing that i want to focus on is he has a mental health illness we in a day and age right now where i just did the numbers and it says one in four in the united states one out of four it didn't say no color. It didn't say no, no gender. One out of four people report that they have depression. But yet, we so quick to crucify somebody who's in a, pop, uh, a public spotlight. How in the heck can we expect to get to a better place to talk about mental health illness? And now, let me shift from that. Black people, I'm talking to us right now. We talking about me too. We matter. Respect us. You, you know, treat us like we're something you know, we're together and we chumping out the most visible person on the political thing right now. Think about it. He got ASAP Rocky free. He wore the magnet hat. He is the most visual person right now and we're abusing him. But we want somebody to respect us. Not only that, we talking about mental health, which the numbers show. We don't know nothing about it. We don't know nothing about it. We the first to say that our environments and, you know, the hospitals and the job thing is harder on us. Cool. So you would think if it's harder on us, that would give you some type of stress, right? That would wear on your brain, right? So even if you don't want to believe what I'm saying about numbers, let's think about what everybody says. Oh, man, we, ain't, we got in the worst situation. That wear on your brain. We the biggest affected, most opinionated, less active, least active, I'm sorry, when it comes to mental health. So to an intelligent person or, and, and, and like, it ain't a race thing, but like, the white people, quote unquote, are making the laws. It ain't a good look. To your niece, your nephew, your son, your daughter, oh, your friend, the person you're dating who might be diagnosed and was was apprehensive about speaking on their mental health and doing something about it. It ain't a good look. For black people trying to show togetherness and support, it ain't a good look. We need to practice forgiveness especially in this situation. And as I said on my post, I'm not absolving Kanye because my biggest issue with Kanye is not what he said. You know, if you diagnose and you got a lot going on with your mind racing and everything, he got what I got. He's bipolar. So it's not what he said. And I'm not excusing it. It's that he got the means to do something about it that I got an issue with. Like, bro, you like really irresponsible because you're just, helping further that stigma that black people are diagnosed with mental health illnesses and then too lazy to do something about it you a billionaire bro you can have them folks come to your crib you could probably pay somebody's tuition and have them be your personal psychologist that's my thing with him. but forgiveness let's practice forgiveness forgiveness does not mean absolving the other person and it's like i see these things happen in the news with this in the black community i'm back talking to y'all and we get to a better place and then we mess it up somebody gotta say something about the jewish people then we get to a better place and we mess all kind you gotta do it and we gotta bash them we in an endless cycle even when it comes to the demonstrations i'm with it but we've been demonstrating and, and burning stuff up in the, for years no result we just in an endless cycle acts that we practice especially with me for that rant forgiveness start with me forgive me for that rant this week's episode treadmill
treadmill. I know it's so cliche, and y'all know how I get down, especially if you listen to me. I like to be witty and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. You're walking in place, da-da-da-da-da, treadmill. How can I really apply it? So I went and looked up the words in the word treadmill. First word, tread. And what I kept seeing in the definition was walk. You're, 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 how you walk. And I know y'all like, duh, but this is medicine ball, bars, your walk, how you carry yourself. Who are you? Second word, meal. And it had like eight to 10 different definitions. And eventually I started seeing, you know, things about a machine that manufacturer, manufacture something. Machine that manufactures by continuous repetition of some action and grind, slow, uh, laborious. And then I saw the key word, simple action. Let's zoom in on that simple. So treadmill, your walk, how you carry yourself, mill, a simple action that is continuous repetition. What did I say at the beginning of this podcast every week? We react in ways that require little to no effort because it's easier. That don't make you a bad person. The brain is programmed to do that, to make things easier. And I was like, treadmill. We get caught on that simple part and think that is good for us. And it's really not, it's really not good for us because we don't take the time to think to see, well, what are we comparing it to? Are we missing the beauty? Are we being fooled into thinking that easy? is equal to good of course we do we're humans we make things work for us but i'm gonna get into that a little bit more later so it took me back into my experiences with a treadmill and this was uh, about five or six years ago and i was working at a big company who happened to have a uh, gym like downstairs on the bottom floor so it was just like something i wanted to do inconvenient i made it simple Man, I want to get in shape. I'm on break an hour. I'm not really eating anything. And there was a guy I worked with. And I'm going to shout his name out. His name was Kalev. Now, let me tell you about Kalev. And I'm going to do that later. I didn't want to get too deep and sidetracked before the podcast. But I'm going to go look up that name because I'm pretty sure it might have some kind of biblical or something reference. And let me tell you the first thing about Kalev. He was like a model employee, but not a suck-up type who would do whatever you wanted. You know what I mean? Always telling. He was just consistently kind to people he was focused he was noble and Kalev played soccer and I made Kalev my workout partner which got me into some of the best shape of my life or so I thought in that situation because he held me accountable in the sly way I don't even think he did it on purpose he was just like yo I'm going to work out you going oh, okay all right, blah. so it's like no matter what no matter how much I might have tried to toss some excuses or been like man we went hard yesterday. He'd be like, yeah, sure did. He's still going. And that was enough to motivate me. I made it simple for me. So I started getting into real good shape. And Khalid was a soccer player, man. He was running it like, you know, again, I talked about this in the um, past episode, using your little strengths and weaknesses and your twerks and the things about you to get the best out of it. I like to be competitive and look at numbers. So the treadmill had like, you know, you're going 7.5 miles an hour. It would tell you how far you would go. And, you know, I was getting it in like seven and a half miles an hour, maybe two, three miles. You know what I mean? On lunch. But Khalil was doing like eight or nine miles. But that ain't the point. Every so once in a while, the reason I like the treadmill, because I don't have a problem with running, but I'm flat footed, like really flat footed. So like running outside to cause like, other things like not exhaustion, like I couldn't breathe, but just like 
my back would be hurting, my legs would be hurting, or and I just had that envisioned in my mind. So every so often, Khalil would just like want to go run outside somewhere. And I just always would doubt it, and I would stay on the treadmill. So finally one day, I ran outside. And I mean, I was really into working out. I had bought some foreshadowing, like $197 shoes that like based on my flat-footedness being wide, they were for me. So finally he got me to go outside. And as I'm jogging, I'm not going to lie. Uh, my backs did start hurting a little bit, but I had used the treadmill so much that I had lost enough weight to where, yeah, my flat footedness was, was part of the problem, but my weight was, so it wasn't as bad. And because I have, and again, I had bought those shoes that I thought were good for the treadmill. Guess what? They were good for outside. And then I started looking at nature. And that in itself is a beautiful thing because that's something God provided to us. Just a chance to, I mean, be corny with it. Who cares? Be thankful. Nature. That was actually good for me. The fresh air. The really breathing it in. Um, you know, on a treadmill, yeah, you can make it go up and down. But you can't get all those hills and having to jump over the little mud pit. So in a way, you actually work it even harder. And it's really even better for you in that, in that aspect. And here's the thing that I always knew, which which kind of had me in my mind, letting me know, like, even at that time, I had things going on I just wasn't paying attention to. But when I was talking about those things on the treadmill, I always used to think if I'm going to run a mile, I got to run too, because if I was outside, I would have to get back. If you outside, you can't turn the treadmill off. If you don't ran a mile, you got to get back. Dad, you worked out even more. So after all that was in, Turns out the treadmill wasn't bad, but going outside was better. And in retrospect to that, it was better. I was tricked into on the treadmill thinking I was doing something so great that there was nothing better that I was just refused to subconsciously get out of that mindset. And I think that's what happens in life. What do you want to change in your life? Who do you want to be in your life and how bad do you want to change this thing or be this person? Because like I said, man, if something really bothers you and you want to change it or you want something different, like it's nothing that's going to stop you from making it happen. If somebody's punching you in the face, you're going to move out the way. If you don't, then you got to ask yourself. And I said this all the time. Is it really bothering you or is it just an inconvenience? So let's not get too tied up because that's what happens in life. And I'm going to end this seg with that. We have to understand that easy is not always synonymous to good. Efficient isn't always synonymous to the best for you. But I gave you two things that are. Effort is synonymous to greatness. How? How does that make sense? Well, when you overcome something, is it the obstacle that gives you the triumph? Or is it the triumph itself? Your triumph and your victory is only as good as the obstacle. And with me, again, not pressing my religious beliefs, that's how I try to get to be a better person each day with my walk with God. Yo, it's hard being nice to people, especially when they being disrespectful. But your triumph is that much greater. People really start to admire you when, when, when you do things that are seen as hard to overcome. Being courteous all the time and mindful of your words and your actions before you press post. That takes effort. That takes, that takes, that's an obstacle you have to overcome. We should want our adversity 
to be great because our triumph and our victory is that much better. And, and to be honest, I'm talking in layman's terms, but this is what God says. I hear, I, you know, I just had a conversation with somebody briefly, uh, you know, on Facebook. It, it was religion. It wasn't super religious, but the thing was like, yo, when you sitting down and this is what I said to the young lady. When you go watch Netflix and you see one movie that's like, Bob, Bob Johnson, he lived an everyday life. He paid his taxes. Bob had four kids. However, his job was great enough and sufficient enough. He never had any problems. Bob never looked at another woman and was happy with his life. Bob never had any problems. Bob died in old age. Or you gonna go look at that movie that says everybody was against him. His back was against the wall, he or she. All the odds were against them. Everybody they trusted turned on them. Everything they thought was real was fake. However, they did it the right way and overcame. You click and play. Stop it. Understand that your obstacle is going to equal out to your triumph. Yo, yo, you already know. Uh, thank you for rocking with me. I'm going to wrap this seg up. Season 2, episode 15, Treadmill. And as I told y'all, if you rocking with me on this podcast, you're going to get them exclusives. This is a new beat. Um, fresh off the press. I hope y'all like it. And we're going to get back and tell you how to get off this treadmill, all right? Medicine ball. Yeah, yeah. podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind this is season two episode 15 treadmill y'all hope y'all like that beat let me know let me know um let's get right back into it man so uh about treadmill and how you know we often we all guilty of it like whether or not it's a habit you said you want to change or a new attitude you want to take like it's so easy to get back onto that treadmill and you know i wrapped up last said talking about effort being synonymous with greatness man so if something's a little bit hard to do um you got one or two ways you can handle it basically the way i look at it and i know i say no duality or no dualism but i also said in order to make a firm decision you should shrink down a lot of choices to as many as possible peep that on the last episode so um two ways you can realize that it is something that will take effort, more effort than you used to. It might not even be hard. <laughs> that might just be in contrast to, you know, what are you comparing it to? Somebody who never put any effort into it. But it's going to be something you accept as being difficult and kind of whine, doubt yourself and slug all the way through it. Which means you're going to do it sloppily, which means you're going to end up with a bad experience and you're not going to like whatever that is. Or you're going to find some tips and tricks and hacks to make it likable. So let's start with exercise your mind. I say in this, and I thought about it, man. I was like, man, because I went and did some research, and like, they literally said nobody likes to hear that anything is going to take any effort. 
People want to hear that they're going to get maximum result from minimal effort, and that's what perks people up. So when I say like, yo, just like anything you want to get better at, even though we all know if you want to get better at anything, it takes effort, practice, and hard work. I was like, man, they're going to be like, I ain't trying to do that. But yo, you got to flip it into a little hat. All right. So, and this feeds into the treadmill thing, because if you don't start thinking this way, you're not going to be able to get out of that constant spin. You're not even going to be able to make a move, but exercising your mind. I also give you the tip in there to make it easy. It's simple. Exercising your mind is whatever interaction you're dealing with or whatever conversation you're having or whatever happens, the thing that you would default to, just say, I'm not going to default to that. Is that really that hard? Just say I'm not going to default to what I would normally do and what I'm programmed to do. And that in itself will take care of the rest. And I think we fail to look at that in this thing called life. Now, I'm not going to force the religious thing on you, but just like. I'm going to speak on it real quick. It's just like, yo, it's hard. Like I do stuff every day that I know for a fact God is like not cool with. I talked to y'all how I was talking about God and even less more so Jesus and the parables and battle rap. like. I be doing some stuff sometimes where I'm like, yo, he definitely not cool with this. But I also took me a while to, and I'm still understanding it that like, yo, just because you might pray and be nice to everybody and follow God and tie, whatever you want to do, that doesn't guarantee that things are going to be easy. But your triumph is going to be great, which is the afterlife. So just banking off of that in life, anything that takes some effort, or some type of adversity, we got to realize that through that, we're either going to disregard it, or if we finally overcome it, we definitely learn something we didn't know, or else we wouldn't have went through it in the first place. Back to the second thing, to get off the treadmill, you got to find a benefit into getting out of that pattern, or that habit, or that grind, or that walk that you've been milling, and that simple uh, repetition of a simple action that's been manufactured, so in order to get that, you got to find you a benefit. So I use exercising your mind again as an example. Yeah, it takes some effort, but the benefit is flexibility. Let me explain that. You're going to walk into situations with so many options and so many ways to go about handling things that that itself is going to blow your mind. Like as soon as you get into a situation and that one time you exercise your mind six months ago, you're in another tough situation. And because you did that, now you have three or four different options out. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And even if that's not the case, again, depending on your self-awareness and what your perks are and the things that, you know, make you tick and the things that, you know, you like to pay attention to, you got to use them for your benefit and then keep it moving. So I'm going to circle this all the way back to the treadmill thing. The treadmill is not bad, but you don't want to take the treadmill and turn it into the treadmill. The treadmill gives you some benefit. So in my situation with running outside, which gave me more benefits. My only downfall that I could really point to at that point was, yo, I had a little aches and pains, which regardless of everything, you probably going to have them after running, but I digress on that. I ain't going to get into that. But here's the thing. While I was running on the treadmill, I was losing weight. So when I did go outside, it wasn't as bad as I previously had psyched myself out to be because I had already lost weight. The second part of that is, remember I told you about those numbers and things on the treadmill? Whenever I would run, if it would be a mile and a half or two miles, I would know it has to be three miles or four miles because when you outside, you have to run to wherever you're going and get back to wherever you came from. 
So even though at that time I didn't know that's what I was doing, in retrospect, I could see that that was what was happening and how it benefited me. If you're going to be in that grind of being a, you know, moody person or somebody who's cynical, use that joint to your advantage and get up out of there. Move on. Use your cynicalness to get you through a situation where people are slick and evil, but don't hold on to it. You got to be adapting. You got to be flexible. If you exercise your mind, you be flexible. But you got to be flexible. Because if you stay on that treadmill too long, you're going to actually hurt yourself in the long run. Slow it down. Bars. Treadmill. Long run. You're going to hurt yourself in the long run. If you stay. I digress. In life, if you're doing that behavior that you don't like, or you having those interactions you don't prefer, or if you're not having the successes you, you need, but you continuing to do something that you can't get out of that way, me personally, I'll give y'all another example. With this podcast and all this stuff with the posted schedules and everything, even with my relationship with God, man, I'm constantly seeing this. Write it down. Journal it. And I'm like, man, I just can't write it down. I just can't journal it. So you know what I did? I used what I know that helps me. So for instance, writing the podcast out, unless it's just like a fire episode and God touched me or I was just in the mood groove or something like that and everything just come off good. Like I'm writing this stuff out very detailed. So you know what I do? I keep my podcast book right next to my little calendar of me trying to practice. It sucks. I hate writing stuff down. I'm not good at it. Never have been. But I'm trying to get better because it may help me. So I got to psych myself out. When I'm writing out these podcast episodes, man, y'all don't even know. I might just slide the book from up under the pen writing and slide the little daily journal I'm supposed to be keeping and keep it moving. Whatever it takes so I can get out of that rut to try something different. Forgive yourself as well. I said that at the beginning. I want to go back to that. Forgive yourself if you're not able to get it the first time. Like, it's just wild how we know things to be true but don't expect them in life. We know if you want to get a six-pack, you got to do some abs. If you want to not be the grumpy person at the office, you're going to have to practice being nice or change your diet. How can we accept that but can't accept that, yeah, if we want to be a different person or change our way of thinking or the way that we view things, it's going to take some, it's definitely going to take more effort than it is for your abs. It's your brain. Let's work out our brain, ladies and gentlemen, all right? I wanted to end that with that. Treadmill, get off of that endless cycle, man. I gave you all the two tips, man. You have to find the hack in it to make something that seems different, difficult or unpleasurable easy. Whatever takes you off. You a neat freak, man, you may need to put a whole bunch of kind words on index cards and play 52 pickup around your house. So then when you got to go pick up those, those index cards, it says, um, say something sweet to it. Like, y'all see where I'm going. That's just a little something to grow with, all right? Yo, medicine ball, palm tree life. Bend but don't break is what I'm getting at, man. Let's live this palm tree life and be flexible. Bend but don't break. Yo, I got some good news coming up for y'all. I'm probably announcing it on my uh, social medias or in my newsletter, but it's, it's major. Um, I'm collaborating with some people. Uh, I've been being reached out to more. Like, God is moving. Like, my beats are going very well. But long story short, it's a show, and... It's on IG Live, and I'll get y'all some more details. But, yo, jump on the bandwagon now, baby. <laughs> All right, yo, go check it out. Yo, I'm still working on my website, you guys. I ask that y'all forgive me. Y'all are growing with me. MedicineBallLS3.com, the number three. MedicineBallLS, the number three.com. If y'all like the beats, check my social medias. MedicineBallLS3. Yo, I'm dropping a new logo, and 
you're going to have to, I'm trying to figure out how to put it together, but long story short, uh, anybody who could tell me what stands out about my logo or what's hidden in my logo, I'm going to give them a $50, $100 or something, but I'm going to make it to where, you know, maybe you guys have to, or anybody who wants to win the money was going to have to tune in. And I'm going to say a, a random word, like, at the end of the podcast that you're going to have to know. And, and I'm going to tell you where to hit me up at. And I'm going to give it out, all right? I got some shirts on the way. I'm trying, you guys. I appreciate you. If nobody's told you, I understand. If you're going through something rough, I feel you. But, yo, let's just push one more step. I don't know what your religious beliefs are, but most people do believe in good and bad. Let's strive for goodness. If nobody's told you. If you don't get nothing else from this podcast, even if you listen every week and fast forward to this part, I believe in you. You got this. It's not over with. Keep your head up. Thank you all for supporting me. Like, subscribe, share. Man, follow the podcast. New stuff coming. I love y'all. Y'all stay up till next week. You got this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.